Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn with Sechel Shabbos, Perak Beis, Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Dalit. And today's Mishnah is being learned by Lunish Masmaris, Miriam Zara, Basar Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shamash Rav, and Aliyah, and Bischos, Rachel Basar Geto, and Daniel Yezra, and Spire Rachel. They should be benched with Zara Shalkayama, but Karav Mamish. And Mishnah Gimel tells us, Kol Hayyotzim Minho Eight, Ain Malikin Bai. Anything that comes from a tree is not allowed to be used as a wick to light with. That's because the wick doesn't light very well. Elapishton, except if it's flax. Flax is allowed to be used as a wick. Now, once we're talking about trees, we mention a non Shabbos related halacha, Bechal anything that comes from a tree, Einemitame Thomas Oihalim, is not going to become Tame with Thomas Oihel, Elapishton, except for flax. So we know that anytime there's a corpse, there's a mace inside a room, so everything in that room or everything in that house becomes Tame Thomas Oihel. That's because everything's under the same roof as the mace. Now, what this halacha is talking about is the roof itself. Does the roof itself self become Tameh. So what we just learned is that the roof is not going to become Tameh if it's made out of a tree, meaning if it's made out of wood or something like that, unless it's made out of Peshton. If the roof is made out of Peshton, then it becomes Tameh. But now going back to a Shabbos-related halacha, and it's important to know the following. We know that cloth or a beged could become Tameh. However, there is a minimum shear to that. As long as the cloth is three by three finger breaths, so then it can become Tameh. If it's anything smaller than that, it can't become Tameh. So the Mishnah tells us, Psilas habeged, shekipla v'loyhiv Hava, a wick made out of a beged, which was folded over, which means he took a beged, which was precisely three by three finger breaths, and he folded it over or he twisted it into a wick, but he didn't singe it, which means he didn't light it beforehand to make it easier to light later on. Rebbe Yezer says, Tamea, this still could be makabal tama, ve'ein madlikinba, and a person is not allowed to use it for his Shabbos candles. Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva says, Tahira, it cannot be makabal tama anymore, umadlikinba, and he could use it for his Shabbos lights. Now, what's so of course, Rebbe Yezer, just because this was folded over into the shape of a wick doesn't mean that it lost its status as a beged. It still is the minimum shear of a piece of cloth that could become Tameh, and that's why Rebbe Yezer says to Meah that it could become Tameh. Now, why is he not allowed to light with it? So over here, we're referring to a situation where Erev Shabbos is on Yontif, meaning Friday is Yontif. So now the moment he lights it, now it loses its status as a beged. Why does it lose its status as a beged? Because the moment he lit it, it got singed a little bit, and now it's slightly smaller than that minimum shear of three by three, so it's not considered a beged. Well, now that it's not considered a beged, it's muktza, because its status changed on yontif. That's called nylod. Something which its status changes on yontif, such as ice that melts, that's considered nylod, and it's muktza. Now, lest you say, no worries, why is he not allowed to light it? It's already lit. He's not lighting it right now. And the answer is that that's not true, because since he has to hold his fire to the wick until it's totally lit, like we said at the end of the first parak, so it's considered like he's lighting this nylod wick on Yantif, which is Usr. And that's all in Chitas Rebbe Yezer, whereas Rebbe Kiva argues, and Rebbe Kiva says that the moment this piece of baggage was twisted into a wick, even though it wasn't lit at all, it lost its status as a beged and now cannot become Tameh. And therefore, it's allowed to be lit on Yantif because there's no issue of Nailud. And now moving on to Mishnah Dalad. So imagine the following. You have a bowl with oil in it and a wick coming out of it. Pretty simple. So that's a basic olden day lamp. So now this fellow has his lamp and he needs it to burn well into Friday night, but the bowl doesn't hold enough oil. So what does he do? So he takes an eggshell, fills it with oil, makes a small hole in the bottom, puts it right on top of his oil lamp, and the oil from the eggshell steadily drips out into the bowl with the wick, consistently adding more oil. That's just like an old school external battery pack charger for a cell phone. So now the Mishnah tells us, A person is not allowed to make a hole in an eggshell and fill it with oil and place it on top of the oil lamp like we just mentioned. 
mentioned, so that it should drip inside, and even if it's made out of pottery. And the reason why this is usser is because we're afraid that he's going to need some oil for his salad dressing. He's going to take some oil from the eggshell contraption, and that's considered mechabe, extinguishing, because it causes his flame to go out sooner. So therefore, he's not allowed to use this contraption at all. Rabbi Yehuda Mata, Rabbi Yehuda allows it. Rabbi Yehuda says that we don't suspect that he's going to take oil out of this eggshell contraption once he made it, so therefore it's permitted to use this eggshell thing. However, the mission continues, if the yotzer, the potter, the one that formed this oil lamp, formed it with this extra reservoir, with this little contraption, so mutter, even according to the Tanakama, he's allowed to use it on Shabbos, because it's all considered one kli. And the same way the Tanakama doesn't suspect that he's going to take oil out of the original lamp, only out of this little addition that he puts on, well, since this additional contraption was made as part of the original thing, so then in that scenario, even Tanakama doesn't suspect he's going to take oil out of this contraption. Furthermore, similar case, a person's not a fill a bowl with oil, and place it next to his oil lamp, and take the end of the wick and put it inside the second bowl, so that the oil should be drawn from that second bowl into the first and help his lamp stay lit for longer. And once again, it's for the same chashash that a person might take some oil out of that second lamp and he's going to be over mechabe. Whereas once again, Rabbi Huda Mater, Rabbi Huda allows him to do this. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Hayin Vav. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.